Welcome to The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis. I am your host, Cicely Davis. Well, it has been five years since the well-financed I Promise School was established, and to no one's surprise, as backed by the know-it-all social issues critic LeBron James, the results are in and the school has failed, particularly eighth graders. On today's episode, I'll talk about those results and what happens when woke public relations managers get involved in the education system, and I promise I will be specific, a bit sarcastic, but absolutely savage about what LeBron needs to do in order to deliver what he promised from this school and its results. Stay tuned, because it's coming up on The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is The Savage Truth. I am your host, as said, Cicely Davis. Will you look at this? Will you look at this? We are 10 episodes in. Thank you all so much, truly, for your support and for choosing to tune in this week. As always, I kindly ask that you like, share, and listen on Spotify and YouTube and or Apple Podcasts and leave a positive review. It helps, truly it helps, to not only grow the podcast, but more importantly, to get us all connected, discussing the issues and culture of America And cause us all to perhaps reflect and think so that we can move back to our American societal fundamentals where honor and respect and freedom and liberty and faith and family and service and truth are the cornerstones of American life. I, of course, believe that the one and only way to get back to that is to be savagely truthful about where we are and how we got here. That being said... So I usually wince and cringe when LeBron James speaks about anything other than basketball, particularly on social issues. I mean, it's never good when someone who is extremely wealthy, successful, has a platform, enjoys fame and fortune, has a great family, has a great future, has an incredible story, actually chooses to use that fame and that fortune and that platform to criticize and demonize the very system that actually helped them and propelled them to achieve that high notable prosperity and fame and influence. And that's what LeBron James represents and is to me. LeBron's life, literally, his life proves that America and the American dream is achievable. The American dream is possible and when applied, achieves great and measurable results. That's what his life actually reflects. And yet when he opens his mouth, he chooses to tout the opposite. I mean, this is a guy who grew up poor. He never went to college. He grew up in Akron, Ohio with a difficult childhood, as he states. Um, He, at the same time, constantly is speaking against America And he speaks as if he represents all of Black America. And he regularly discusses his childhood saying that he regularly saw drugs, he saw guns, he saw killings, and all kinds of other things as associated with the poor lifestyle in the Black neighborhood. And he reported this and reports on a regular basis on his Sports Illustrated show called The Shop 
that half of his friends he grew with grew up with now are dead and that he easily could have been one of them. But because of an exceptional talent and a skill set that he has playing basketball, along with the American dream formula, he has all the things that all illegal aliens risk life and limb for to cross our borders to get into because they want a stab at and an opportunity and a chance to achieve even just maybe not even half, maybe even a quarter of LeBron James's success, at least experience true liberty and true freedom. They cross the borders because they know of liberty and life in a society that has and exercises true freedom. He has fame, he has fortune, he has family, he has influence, and he has a skill set. This is the American dream. And yet he influences through messaging and commentary that America somehow is racist and biased and pitted against particularly low-income Blacks. You know, he's famous, right? He's famous for that saying of being Black in America is tough. He stated that in 2017, and I quote, no matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, no matter how many people admire you, being black in America is tough. We've got a long way to go for us as, society, as a society and for us as African-Americans until we feel equal in America. Until us African-Americans feel equal in America. First of all, I'm black, not African-American. But even still, that's scary when a billionaire doesn't, a black billionaire doesn't feel equal in America. I mean, if that's the case, if you can achieve the status of billionaire and black in America and you, we still aren't considered equal or feel equal, then there's literally no hope for black Americans um, because it's still only a very, very, very small pocket of black Americans who've actually achieved that financial status. So he should really be careful about his messaging. But anyway, he's just a complete gas bag. All right. In that, in that situation, in those statements, that's absurd not to undermine that incident, however. And if you remember in 2017, the reason why he was making this statement was because um, he had some vandalism on his house and someone had spray painted the N word across his house and you know, this is not to at all undermine the incident. The person or the people who vandalized the James home with that racial sir are ignorant racist idiots. Okay. Not at all trying to undermine that incident, but that belongs solely to that person or to those people. It's certainly not a reflection of America or American society. And for someone who sits at the top of the pillar of the NBA an entire enterprise, mind you, that is made up of 73.2% Blacks, okay, 16.8% white players, and 3.1% Latino players, it's literally asinine and irresponsible for LeBron to make such a statement. It's just truly absurd. Oh, but but Cicely, he grew up poor and he saw a lot of violence and struggle. I mean, he's just telling the truth about life for Blacks in America, especially the Black underclass, right? I mean, this is what I get. This is what I get from family members. This is what I hear from, you know, white liberals, because those two, you know, speak synonymously. Uh, no, LeBron James and his life is a testament to the beauty of the American dream 
And sadly, if you break it down, what he's really saying, especially to Black Americans, is basically, I made it, you haven't. I sp- I'm speaking up for you because you alone just being Black can't make it. You see, I have a gift. I have a special skill set. But for that special skill set, I would be where you lowly Blacks are. You can't make it. I'm exceptional. See, this is what I have a problem with, with messaging coming out of the mouths of people like LeBron and Oprah Winfrey is because, you know, Oprah Winfrey, she's famous for this too, saying that white privilege has held Black people back. And it's like, how insulting to especially the white female demographic. I mean, but for white women, Oprah Winfrey would be a no name. And so I always want to just raise my hand, even when I'm at home and I'm watching her on TV, I just instantly think, why doesn't someone raise their hand and ask her, well, Oprah, if white privilege held black people back, how did you make it? She would have to answer that question. And the only way to really answer that question is she would have to say, well, well, I'm special. Well, I'm unique. I'm not your average poor black person. I had a special skill set. I'm better than the average black person. I mean, that's the only answer you can possibly give. Otherwise, I mean, she's just a fraud and I think she is. So this is what really pains me when I hear LeBron James talk and anybody else like them who have achieved success and have an absolute opportunity by using their fame and their voice and their platform and their fortune to really pass along Um, strong, positive messaging to Black Americans who do look up to them for whatever reason, because of their skill set, because of their fame, because of their platform, because of the high achieved success, that they don't use those gifts to actually push forward a positive message to Black America. They choose to, in in fact, tell them that America hates you and that there's a system pitted against you and there's no way that you can overcome. And it just burns. It burns me. You guys, you've heard me so, so many times you've heard me say this, but that's the basic message. And that's why it just absolutely just turns my stomach. Blacks should absolutely be offended when they hear people like LeBron and Oprah send out this message and people like them. The system is absolute. The American system is absolute. It will work if you work it, period. So in 2017, he started talking about opening a school in Akron, Ohio, where he's from. And he wanted to give back to the inner city and to the kids who live there. Now, LeBron admits he had a dream and mentors that allowed and enabled him to become who and what he is today. And I will say that the act and the intentions were good. He gave back, and I cannot and will not criticize that one bit. I mean, this is a good thing. He's coming from a really good place. He is literally giving back. That's a good thing. I won't criticize that. I Promise School, or IPS, is a public elementary school. Here are some other facts. It was opened in 2018. It was supported by LeBron James Family Foundation, It was specifically aimed at high-risk children. It had high-risk children in mind when it was originated. It opened originally with students attending grades three and four, and then the school became fully operational in 2022 for grades one through eight. 
So in 2011, LeBron was researching the high school dropout rate in his hometown of Akron and decided to create the I Promise Initiative in November of 2017. The foundation and LeBron expressed to the Akron School Board their desire to create a school that aims to assist disadvantaged kids with their studies. He wanted to just help them out because, again, he had that experience. He walked it and he grew up in it. And so he had some, you know, experience with it and wanted to give back. Having grown up in Akron, James struggled as a student due to unstable conditions at home. His mom was unable to find permanent, a permanent job or permanent employment, which forced him and the family to move multiple times. And this inadvertently caused LeBron James to be absent 83 days in the fourth grade, resulting in substantial lack of education. This was, in fact, his motivation to start the initiative and to start the school. So LeBron considered and still does the school and its foundation as the most important professional accomplishment of his life. Now, knowing the results, we'll come back in a minute to see how he actually thinks about that. We'll talk about that in a second. But I just want to note in fairness and objectivity that the foundation also funds additional services such as uniforms, food for families, career placement services, bikes and helmets for each student, transportation for those qualified students. They offer GEDs and job placement services for the parents as well. Okay, so when I say well-financed, this is a very well-financed school. Now today, it's reported that five years into the well-financed, $8 million a year school, $8 million a year, that not a single eighth grader can pass Ohio's math tests and just 8% of the entire student body can read at an appropriate level. Now, I talked about in my previous episode the equivalent of um, comprehension um, in Black kids, and uh, it's pretty profound. So if you haven't heard that and you're new to um, the show or new to the podcast, please go back and listen to that. Um, it's very, it's pretty disturbing. I wonder if James has the same sentiment of accomplishment with those results. So he was saying that his greatest professional accomplishment is this. I wonder if he actually still feels the same way now. So this is what happens when woke public relations managers partner up with famed celebrities without doing research and stepping into a realm in which they have absolutely no business in. You know, there's a saying, stay in your own lane. That's what's needed here. Okay. It's the same script played out on a flimsy stage where fame, name, and influence is issued to make a promise and a fantasy is sold. A true liberal fantasy where taxpayers foot the majority of the bill, a celebrity offers promises and speeches and publicity, and they end up financing the luxurious bells and whistles, and corporate media then swoops in and to write about the school, all of its amenities, it will write about the attendees and the faculty and the staff, and it, of course, will write and tout and sing praises and write praises about the launch of the school or the project. You see, to LeBron and all the woke hopefuls, the lack of uniforms and the lack of bikes and food and affordable housing and Nike theme decorations, that's what actually stood in the way of LeBron achieving in school. It's why LeBron wasn't on the honor roll in junior high. 
60%, mind you, of the students at the I Promise School are Black. So the question is this, white libs and Black people, how many celebrity stepdaddies, how many welfare programs and affirmative action and equal housing, social justice initiatives and criminal justice reform and unaccounted Black grants have to fail in order to finally accept that the nuclear family is the answer. How many? So I don't know if people really get the implication of these results, right? I mean, I I know that some people have talked about it, not a whole lot of people, because of course, one side isn't really reporting this a whole lot. But for those who are talking about it, they're kind of missing the true implications of this, okay? Not only did the school fail all these kids, Not only does LeBron and his foundation get embarrassed, as they should be, not only do the taxpayers pay for yet another failed public school, but the whole entire notion that what's lacking in the inner city, particularly for Black kids, is a well-financed school with the same wealth and resources as white schools. That completely is blown out of the water. That argument with these results on this school blows that entire notion out of the water. That whole theory literally blows up in their face. Come to find out, God's family design is the foundational basis for educational success. Okay, so the nuclear family is the reason for academic achievement. I mean, the government has been throwing money at schools for decades without any discernible progress. Affordable housing is not a substitute for, here we go, a dad. Okay? Not a substitute for a dad. Study after study after study shows that intact families with involved dads produced high-achieving kids regardless of economic status or race. But... This experiment of, I promise, blows up and falls down in comparison to intact family structure, which, by the way, LeBron has now today, okay? LeBron James has a family. LeBron James married his high school sweetheart, had kids after he was married, and has an intact family. So their success isn't going to come because he's a billionaire. It's going to come because he has a strong family, healthy family structure. They will be successful with that, even if LeBron James only made 60 grand a year. Okay. So family is the reason for academic achievement. You see, it's not your zip code. It's not economic status. It's high priority on family. Economic status and zip codes do not explain achievement gaps. They just simply don't. Those who believe that money achieves academics are sadly mistaken. They just simply are. When I and so many other intelligence say Black men need to take physical, moral, and financial responsibility for their children, it is gravely important to accept that. The importance of fathers is unfortunately underestimated in the Black community. Black people, black citizens, hear me and hear me good. Hear me and hear me loud. You do not need more programs, as been said to me by someone very close. We need more government programs. 
You don't need more government programs. You don't need more money. You need a damn daddy. That's what you need. You need a daddy. Okay. Now, the thing that so many Wokies and those in the black community miss is that LeBron admits that he had two things that made him who he is and what he is today. Okay. And this is missed. And maybe it's not even missed by them. Maybe it's actually ignored. But he had two things he had a dream and he had mentors. The mentors, they miss that or they ignore that. So taking physical, moral, and financial responsibility goes for those black men who may not have kids of their own. You see, if you have a female in your life or you know of a female who has kids, it's your responsibility to step up and step in to help out and mentor, okay? This is about bridging that gap for those kids. This is village mentality. This is about community. This is about what we love to say in the black culture, black love. This is an example of true black love. This is what helped LeBron get to where he was. He had a mother who was struggling, raising kids. She couldn't keep a permanent job. And he said he had a dream and he had mentors. And so if that worked for him and so many others, it would work for these kids as well. That is still relevant and prevalent today. So the savage truth of today is, as proven by LeBron and his foundation, is that throwing money and programs don't solve the academic achievement gaps. But a daddy does. You need a daddy. Okay? <laughs> and you're going to have to allow me to be, um, I'm going to speak ebonically today. You need a damn daddy. Okay? Once again, erasing yet another excuse for black underachievement. Once again. That bike and that helmet, those Nike decorations, those uniforms, okay, the housing and the GEDs and the job placement all failed to achieve for those kids. Those kids have been severely failed. So next time, try a dad, okay? Get some male mentorship next time. Change your perspective on father absence. Teach academics along with spending some quality time at the dinner table walks in the park, attending church, sit down and read a book, okay? We need to get the men involved. Now, I always get in trouble for this one, but I, again, this is the savage truth. Ladies, don't bring any more illegitimate kids in the world. Choose wisely and responsibly after marriage to reproduce. Matter of fact, if you have four, five, or six, you're actually done. You're done, Find a cousin, find an uncle, find a grandfather, find a deacon or a pastor to help mentor and spend time with the ones you already have. Men, same to you. Don't make any more illegitimate children. Go care for and spend time and money on the ones you have. Step up and be present in their lives. Do better for yours than what was done for you. Father absence is still the biggest, most prevalent problem in the Black community. You can't get away from it, and it simply will not go away. We have to accept it. We have to acknowledge it so we can change it. And I feel for these kids, but they're not alone, unfortunately. Now, if you say to me, Cicely, nah, uh you said in the last episode that the Black community can't trust pastors. Well, not those who model after Al Sharpton. 
um, the ones who push poverty and victimhood, but those who know that it's family structure that sets kids up for success, not the phony Marxist leadership of Black Lives Matter or the elitist celebrities who are disconnected to the plight of everyday Americans and their experiences, LeBron and these liberal elites should promote marriage. They should promote family to the communities in which they continually proclaim allegiance to. The ones they're always trying to save, that's who they should preach family and marriage to. The state of Ohio gave a score of one out of a possible five for the I Promise School. And I quote the state, the school needs significant support to meet state standards in academic achievement. So when I take this all in and I look at these results and I think about the total amount of time and money and publicity, effort and energy went into this whole I Promise school through the LeBron James Foundation, and I think about those scores, I want to end in a certain way. I think I'll end like this. LeBron James, though he doesn't attribute to it, is an American success because of the American principles put in place and applied in his life. He is a poor black kid, after all, from Akron, Ohio, and uh, he has a significant list of successes. I'm going to just list these professional achievements. Now, this is pretty extensive, so listen to this here. Here are Here's a list of LeBron James, just his professional basketball achievements alone. He is a billionaire. He was the NBA MVP in 2009, 10, 12, and 13. He was the four-time NBA champion in 2012, 13, 16, and 2020. He was a four-time NBA Finals MVP in 2012, 13, 16, and 20. He was 19 times NBA All-Star in 2005 through 2013. He's the three times NBA All-Star Game MVP in 2006, 2008, and 2018. 13 times All-NBA First Team 2006, 2008, 2018, and 2020. He's three-time All-NBA Second Team 2005, 2007, and 2021. He made Rookie of the Year in 2004. He was Sports Illustrated Spokesperson of the Year in 2012, 2016, and 2020. He had the, won the NAACP Image Award President's Award in 2021. He was the National Basketball Association Award. He won that in 2017. The Associated Press Male Athlete of the Year, he won that in 2016, 2018, and 2020. He was the Best Male Athlete ESPY Award winner in 2012, 2013, 2016. He was the Best Breakthrough Athlete for ESPY Award winner in 2004. He won Mr. Basketball USA in 2002, and he won Mr basketball in Ohio in 2001. This is where LeBron James shines in basketball, right? I mean, this is his lane. This is where he belongs. This is a lane that's not dotted for all of you really bad drivers out there. Okay. This is not a dotted line lane where he can cross over. This is a solid line. In fact, it is a solid yellow line. He should get in the basketball lane and stay there, remain there. 
So I said in the beginning, I would be specific as to what LeBron should do going forward. And if he's not going to be someone to use his fame and his fortune and his platform to encourage marriage and family, which is what he really should be touting and the importance of forging the American dream, um, we should then consider the results in Akron and for black achievement across the country today. So to all the celebrities and the Wokies and the like, they should absolutely stay in their lane. With specificity to LeBron, he should just take that basketball, you know, that round orange thing with the really skinny black lines, and he should bounce it. He should dribble it. He should shoot it. He should dunk it, pass it. He should shoot it, shoot free throws, two-pointers and three-pointers, layups and alley-oops. And he should leave politics and education to the professionals. The kids would be a lot better off. Please like, subscribe, share, and listen on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave a positive review. And remember, folks, be bold, be strong, be faithful, be true. I'm Cicely Davis. Till next episode. The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis is a production of Front Page Magazine and the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Reproduction of this podcast without express written consent is prohibited. 